You're online with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barrar. We've got a great show for you today. Of course, we'll be going open line later on in the hour, taking your tech calls and questions. Uh, we'll also be learning how uh, you can use your uh, your iPad when you're traveling. If you've got uh, one of those uh, iPads with a cellular connection, uh, you can get uh, some uh, great uh, data access no matter where you go. So we'll give you the, uh, the lowdown on that uh, as well. And we have an awesome prize today, but we're not going to say yet. We're going to hold on to that. I love these great prizes. Well, you know, it's the season, right? Yes. It's every every Christmas, around Christmas time, we are giving away some cool prizes. So today, not one, but two prizes. Two? Two prizes. Oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, lots of stuff in the tech news uh, this week, uh, Andy. This one was really funny. Uh, you know, when I talked to Jill Bennett about this uh, uh, this morning on her show, uh, ending text messages with a period makes you seem like a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, it's so funny, you know, we're using texting now, and especially uh, younger people, millennials, uh, everyone texts. No one likes to talk to anyone on the phone anymore. Um, And this is something that I've been unconsciously doing. Uh, Whenever I'm sending out a text, you know, a lot of times it'll automatically put the period in. I take it out because it just, to me, it sounds kind of impersonal. Isn't it like odd though? Because that's what we were taught. When we were young, when we were learning to write, you know, you got to end with the period. You yeah. got to ha- have the proper grammar structure. And yet, if you do that, you're a jerk or you're perceived as a jerk. You know, and this is something I was telling Jill as well. You know, when we're communicating with people, you know, if, if you are on the phone, you can hear people's inflection in their voices. Mm-hmm. If, you know, you and I are talking, you know, face to face, I can see your body language, your yes. facial expressions. In texting and email communication, uh, it's not as apparent. And that's yes. why there's always issues when people email uh, each other and it gets into a big war. It, it's really hard to be sarcastic via text. I know, and that's, and that's my problem because I have a sarcastic sense me, of humor. Me too. Right? And I'd, I get myself in trouble all the time. Uh, so that's why yes. I've been, you know, over the past couple of years, I've really been trying to make sure that I'm not sounding like a, a jerk. Essentially, so you take the period away. Is what I take the period away, but also, uh, so you know, research has been looking into this. So they found that pe- people felt that when there were periods, uh, it, it didn't sound as sincere. Also, what made it better is um, when people use things like exclamation marks, mm-hmm. because that kind of uh, kind of gives some type of emotion to the uh, to the the communication. And I use exclamation marks all the time, just to kind of throw a little bit of fun in there. It, it, it makes you wonder. I, like, I sound like a, a crazy man right yeah, now. Yeah, but it makes you wonder. Imagine you grew up like this. You're a child, and you, you just grew up with text messaging. You know, it came yeah. to us. Like, remember the pagers? Like, we went from pagers to text messages to, yeah. to have that short kind of conversations or to contact people. But they are the way that they talk, and I, like your kids, case in point. Like the way that they're communicating on text is way different than I guess the way we communicate. But then. My question is, can they, like, I, I did this with a cousin of mine. I'm like, can you actually write a sentence without shortcuts? Because everything he does now is shortcuts. Like, and I'm like, can you actually, like, construct a proper sentence, <laughs> <laughs> like, in English? Well, you know what you sound like? You sound like an old man now. I know. You're, crazy. I, You're the crazy old man. I've become the crazy old man. Yeah. But, but I can go both ways, right? I yeah. can write a, a, an email without using kind of shortcuts and, and such. But uh, I, I wonder... If you're growing up and your main form of communication is is via text or Snapchat or whatever, yeah, can you can you kind of turn it back and become like? Depends what your job is in life, right? Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. if you are writing stuff for your job for whatever reason, you know, obviously you're going to keep those skills. But if you're not, you're just going to be 
little but, one. It, but it's just funny that one if you use four that word period, sentences, yeah. it's not like, oh, you know, you don't need to use that. It's like, no, you're, you're being perceived as a jerk if you actually use a period. And it's automatic to your point. So you actually have to make an, an, an additional action to prevent from looking like a jerk. And I hope the phone manufacturers realize this and just take out the period altogether. <laughs> Maybe that's an option going forward. We should start a campaign. Deep right? period. Yes. Raise awareness and for the manufacturers to get rid of the period. I, I can't even believe we're talking about this. I know. This. It's hilarious. So another interesting thing. Uh, we're going to see more and more of this, Andy. Uh, Walmart's getting into the mobile payment uh, business. Uh, obviously, Walmart, one of the biggest retailers in the world, and they can do this. Uh, they're launching their own uh, mobile payment app uh, that will allow you to store your credit card and debit card uh, in your phone and use their app to pay at their stores. Mm-hmm. So what makes this a little bit different is that um, you don't have to have special phones. You're going to have to have an Android phone or an iPhone, something like that, because um, it works in conjunction with your camera. You actually use the camera in the app to scan a, a special QR code uh, at their register. Uh, so you don't have to have a phone that has the special wireless NFC chips in them. So that opens it up to a much wider variety than like a, an Apple Pay, for example. But, you know, a, a company like Walmart can do this because they're just so big that they can get into this game. No one has really taken over the mobile payment. You know, we've seen Apple that is trying to, to make footholds, and they're struggling, especially in Canada, by negotiating with the banks. The banks are trying to come no, up with the their banks own. don't want to yeah, play ex- ball, right? Yeah, exactly, no. and they want to come up with their own mobile apps. Then you got Google, who also wants to get into mobile apps. Samsung, with their Samsung Pay, is also trying to get into this game. There is so much competition on everybody to try because they know the future is, in commerce at least, is through your smartphone, making transactions. Your credit card is basically going to be embedded inside your smartphone, the only question is who's going to come on top and who's going to have the most secure service that can be deployed to small shops without having to change all the terminals. I think it's going to be fragmented in a That's big way. unfortunate, though, from the consumer point well, of view. Well, as long, as long as when you go to the store, no matter what kind of payment app you're using, uh, they'll take it. Like there's some standard there. You know what I mean? I, I, I agree. I but hope so. If you're a small-time like corner store – are you going to have to invest in all this different technology or are you going to have one thing? Like imagine if houses had different outlets for different types of electronic devices. You know, you know. Yeah, well, that's what this is kind of like, right? That's what it reminds. Like let's yeah. just have one standard. Like, you know, can't we all just get along and have a one standard to have a mobile payment system and then whatever device or whatever bank you have that freedom. But there's, like you said, this is using QR code technology. With your camera. Uh, Apple Pay uses uh, NFC, but yep. that's the only thing Apple uses NFC for, whereas on other Android devices, you can use the NFC technology to pair like Bluetooth speakers to your to your smartphone. So everyone in the banks, they probably have that, that chip. I know Rogers was doing something on the SIM card. Yes. They had a different special SIM card with a chip to be able to do those transactions. So my only thing is just one technology. Everybody can play fair using that one, one piece of tech. So it's going to come to a point in the next five years where you can have all of your credit cards and debit cards on your smartphone. Yes. Do you feel comfortable with it? Well, what happened? Like, that's the biggest argument everyone has when you talk about mobile payments. But what happens if you lose your credit card? It's the, it's really the same technology. If anything, it's more secure on your when phone. It's, when it's on your phone, you can remotely wipe your phone. You can have all these other options. You yeah. can't remotely wipe your uh, credit card. Your credit card. Well, you can. Well, you phone Visa and say, "Hey, someone stole my credit card, or exactly, I lost it." Exactly. But yeah. from the end user, you could do this. You have we have that technology. Just wipe it off without having to get the banks or the credit card companies involved. I think it's going to take uh, a few more years um, for people to get 
comfortable with it. Like the physical cards aren't going to go away anytime soon. Do you remember when online banking first came on the scene? And oh, people were like, oh, I don't You're, know. Uh, that was back in the 90s. Yeah. I remember when Van City came out with it here in Vancouver. They were like one of the first ones out there. It was amazing, but everyone's like, whoa. Exactly. This is crazy technology. Exactly. So it's going to take time, to your point, that until people can feel comfortable. And another thing we need is better battery life in these phones if we're going to start using them as That is wallets. a problem, right? Because my phone dies by 5 o'clock. I know. And so come 5.15, I'm not buying anything because <laughs> my phone won't work. Well, and that's the thing. It was, it's like these phones have what is called planned obsolescence. So after two years, and people know this, anybody with a smartphone knows, after two years, your phone does not hold the charge as it did when you first bought it. No. And that's just the way that technology of the lithium-ion batteries have. They have ch- so many charging cycles. So they're always going down. Every day that you charge it, it's just slowly going down. Until that gets solved, it, it's going to be problematic to try to put your wallet into your phone. Unless you have that, you know that you're going to be able to go a day or two days with a charge. Because if you imagine... All these retailers will have charging cables. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, like, oh, we'll charge your phone. Just come here and pay. Oh, it's crazy. But it, it's so funny, uh, you know, having all this stuff on your phone. Um, sometimes it's not as quick. Do you know what I mean? Like at, at the airport, for example, you can get your boarding pass emailed yes. to you or texted to you. I, I find people in line, it, it's, it takes longer for them to... They don't always have the app open or the email yeah. open with the boarding pass on it. So it takes sometimes like five to ten times longer to get them processed through yes. the, the lineup as opposed to like a printed boarding card. Yeah, I still print it out even though yeah. I know I have my phone. The phone's got a charge. Yeah, then the guy's trying to scan it and it's not scanning. And now, and now you can get your boarding passes on your smartwatch too. I know. I had that, <laughs> I had that on my Apple Watch. How cool was I? Did you look like a geek though when you like, – Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like nerd, nerd alert. Like, <laughs> But I felt, oh, I also, I brought um, the iPad Pro with me on this trip. Mm-hmm. The giant. Yes. The new giant iPad. So I, I brought that because it's got the keyboard and everything now. Uh, instead of bringing my regular MacBook laptop uh, just to see if it would work. It was fantastic. But the thing is big. It is big. But you know the nice thing on the uh, airplane? So I can either have it on my, uh, my tray table um, or if my tray table has to be up. Uh, it is so giant. I can rest one part of it on my lap and lean it wow. against the seat in front of me. It is that big that it will actually allow me to do that. It, did, did, was it comfortable, though, taking on a business trip? Yeah, because yeah. I just put it in my little man bag. Mm-hmm. and it you was fantastic. purse, right? <laughs> no, I call it a man bag. Everyone knows that. You know what? We're going to have to take a break. When we come back, more technology talk. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike and Andy here in studio. Lots of uh, great show coming up. We're still going to go open line, taking your tech calls and questions. Of course, we've got Christine at the end talking about App of the Week. On the line right now, we've uh, got our good friend Christian Paul. Thanks for joining us, Christian. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. So, uh, Christian, you seem to be doing a lot of stuff now. Uh, we know you from uh, Rome Mobility, and, and now you're, uh, you've founded another company, Autono, is it? Yeah, that's right. Well, actually, we changed the name of uh, our company, our, our like the corporate entity, Romability, into Atano, just because we've been doing so many cool things lately that uh, we felt that Romability wasn't really uh, an accurate description of who we are anymore, although it is still a product that we offer. Well, you know, I want to talk about a few things. Uh, you know, we use your Romability sims all the time when we travel down to the U.S. and we save truckloads of money on uh, data and uh, voice calls. But uh, tell us about this new, uh, this new iPad data service you have. 
Yeah, absolutely. So it, the service is called Always Online Wireless, or AOW for short, and it's a, a cellular data network just for iPads. Now, as you know, iPads come in two versions, uh, Wi-Fi only or Wi-Fi with cellular. So this is for iPads with that cellular option. And uh, w- what you can do with it is uh, basically as you travel around the world, uh, you know, we have coverage in 46 countries right now, and we're adding to that list. You can buy cellular data for your iPad as you're traveling. And we're selling plans for uh, as little as 99 cents per hour. That's not bad. <laughs> but having this, so that's the thing. Uh, when you're purchasing an iPad, like you said, you can get the two versions, the Wi-Fi only or the ones with Wi-Fi and cellular. Um, they're you know a little bit more, but they, they do offer you a lot more flexibility when you're out in the go. And the nice thing about the iPads is that they're completely unlocked. Uh, you can basically get you know um, a SIM card and, and use it in, in any country. But uh, what you are offering is kind of a universal plan that covers all those countries. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. The iPad is becoming more and more the, the device of choice for travelers. I mean, it's just so much lighter and easier and portable. And uh, especially, you know, with the new, the new Pro version, you get a, a, la- a real laptop replacement. And, you know, giving it that cellular option just gives you the convenience and the flexibility to be connected everywhere you go. You know, you're not running around chasing the nearest Wi-Fi hotspot anymore. Well, Christian, uh, and, and, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry, you just uh, kind of answered my question because that's what people typically do. They go, "Oh, I don't need a cellular plan. I'm just going to take my iPad with me." And then suddenly they need to use a map or they want to look at a restaurant review. So they 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 find an open Wi-Fi network, and that can be troublesome when you're in a country that you're not familiar with. But with this, you're saying that you could actually get uh, a plan for like say a couple of hours if you want. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there. You know, everyone I think can relate to the experience where uh, you know you're 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 not at home. You're not near a, a Wi-Fi hotspot that you're used to, or maybe one that you trust, and you really need to you know check your email or find directions because you're lost, or or you know whatever it might be. And that's where this service comes in, right? We we're not trying to sell you on a, on a two or three year contract or a monthly plan. Even we know that most people just hop on a cellular just to get a couple of quick things done. And uh, that's why we're selling plans by the hour. And so how does it work? So if you've got an iPad, an Apple iPad that has a cellular capability, what's your next steps? Uh, well, first you'll need an Apple SIM card. So the SIM card that actually goes into it is, uh, is an Apple SIM. And once you have that, you go into the settings of your iPad device, and you'll see a link that says cellular data option, and you hit that. And there you'll see our service, Always Online Wireless. And just through the device itself, you can set up your plan, configure, check out, and your your iPad will be up and running instantly. So it's, it's fairly simple for most people to get this going. Extremely simple. Now, Christian, how are you able to even offer this in so many different countries? Are you ne- having negotiations with the wireless carriers for all those respective countries? Yeah, that's right. We have partnerships with carriers around the world to, to build out our network. I mean, you know us as Real Mobility, where we only offered service in the United States, uh, but we've been you know, working hard to expand our network to, to more countries and to offer services like Always Online Wireless. Do you have time to talk about some of the Real Mobility stuff happening? Yeah, uh, absolutely. So just last week for Real Mobility, we announced a new service for visitors to Canada. Now, typically, Real Mobility was for Canadians going to the United States, but uh, now we have a, a prepaid SIM card with short-term plans from one to three weeks for people coming to Canada. 
So that's kind of cool. So if you've got family or friends coming in from other countries, uh, you know, obviously they want to be able to have, uh, you know, connectivity, cellular service. You you can actually supply them with a, a SIM and the plans that they can use anywhere in Canada. Exactly. Yeah. It's a nationwide service. What they'll get is unlimited talk, uh, nationwide talk, unlimited texting worldwide. And they'll also get high-speed LTE data for their trip. And so the only thing is they just have to have an unlocked phone. Exactly, yeah. They'll need to have an unlocked phone. And they just grab one of our SIM cards, insert it. Uh, They can activate the SIM card anytime they want using our website. They'll just go online to realmobility.ca and uh, just punch in, you know, the unique ID on their SIM card and, and the plan's up and running. So, again, you know, no need to go to a store, no need to uh, talk to a sales rep or register. It's all just self-serve. Well, uh, Christian, uh, as always, pleasure to have you on the show. Where can people find out more information? Uh, for uh, Real Mobility, uh, go to realmobility.ca for the inbound service. And for the uh, Always Online Wireless, go to alwayslinewireless.com. Thanks again for joining us, Christian. Thank you. That was uh, our friend Christian Paul, VP of uh, Digital and co-founder over at uh, Otano, talking about some of the uh, the new wireless services uh, that they have. We're going to open up the phone lines because we want to take your tech calls and questions. We'll be your on-air tech supporter. If you need some uh, advice on what to get for uh, tech gifts for those uh, that you love in your family or maybe your friends, we can help you with that as well. The phone number is 604-280-9898. And if you're phoning anywhere long distance, we've got a toll-free number as well. It's 1-877-399-9898. Local number 604-280-9898. When we come back, Andy's going to tell us about the fantastic prizes we have available today. You're back with Get Connected. We're open line, taking your tech calls and questions. 604-280-9898. Before we get to the lines, Andy, the prize or prizes. Well, yes, it is the holiday season, so we don't have just one, but, but two prizes. The first, and this is a fantastic prize, we're giving away the HTC One A9. This is HTC's newest flagship smartphone, and boy, is it beautiful. Now, it's running Android, but if you look at it, it looks almost identical to an iPhone. It's just a beautiful design phone. I love the size as well. you got to check it out. Just go to our website, getconnectedmedia.com to enter that contest. But if you are an iPhone 6 user, we're also giving the Oloclip Active Lens for the iPhone 6. This is really cool. If you take a lot of pictures, you basically, it's a lens for your iPhone. So you can get fisheye lens, wide-eye lens, all these different types of lenses. So you got to enter that one on our website, getconnectedmedia.com. Going to go to the phone lines here. We've uh, got Scott on the line. Hey, Scott. Oh, hi there. I, I'm on, I've got a rainy day project that I'm working on, which is to try to convert some MKV files to be playing on a DVD with a DivX. And I've tried a couple of free um, encoders, like the um, Media Converter and one other one, and both of them have stalled at about a 40% completion. Um, do you have any kind of suggestions about yeah. what I could use that I don't have to pay for because I'm just doing this as a favor for a friend? <laughs> <laughs> have you tried I, it's Handbrake? Have you tried that one? Handbrake no longer supports uh, div, uh, XFID unless you go to an old, old, very old versions, apparently. Well, Andy? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, we're out of luck here. Um, no, it's a, it's a good point. You know, people always have these, these kind of issues of converting digital files from one format to the other. Yeah. Um, typically, they, they do work. There's a lot of free versions out there of, of what people have put together, some programmers, to make these kind of conversions. 
at what this, he's saying is he's trying to find a free one, but he can't find one. So an MK, MKV file to a, a DivX file, like an XFID yes. files. So these are video file formats we're talking uh, about. Um, do you know what, Scott? We'll, uh, we'll get your name and number, and we'll uh, do a little uh, quick research there. And if anyone uh, is listening right now uh, has something that they've used, uh, and again, the oper- operative word for Scott is free, uh, we'd love to uh, hear from you as well, so call in. Going to jump here to, uh, is it uh, Louie or Lewis? Yeah, it's Louie. Louie, hey Louie. Good morning, boys. How are you? Good, how are you doing? Uh, not bad, not bad. Two quick questions. First, just the past few days, out of nowhere, I'm getting like this lag uh, on my uh, on my computer. Uh, what I mean is uh, I'm typing and then all of a sudden the words aren't really showing up. I wait for a count and then boop, the words populate the page. Um, and the same thing when I'm clicking through uh, emails. It's just there's this lag that's happening. I don't know where it's come from. Yeah, have you tried rebooting? I guess obviously that's yeah. It goes away when I do that. Yeah, yeah. But then it kind of pops up again. Yes, exactly. And what kind of computer do you have? Uh, Asus laptop. An Asus laptop. Do you know how much RAM is in that computer? Um, good question. Yes. Yeah, good question. What my, my my suspicion is, if you reboot and everything works, and then you start using it, and you're opening up programs or web browsers with different tabs, that is causing a RAM issue where you don't have enough random access memory to do stuff, and so that's why you're getting a little bit of a delay. What you would want to do is you try to close all the unnecessary programs that are opened. Don't reset it. Just close those programs and see if that solves the problem. If it does, it's most likely a RAM issue. I'd also try something. Uh, I use this program, uh, CCleaner, uh, that goes in and uh, cleans a lot of the gunk out of uh, like the registries and stuff like that. Uh, I found that has uh, kind of sped my, my computer up sometimes. So uh, that would be uh, another thing I would uh, basically try. Yeah, you'd be surprised at how many like little tiny programs are running in the back end yeah. that you maybe have installed and you didn't know that was always trying to like stay on. Basically, and so you want to close those to make sure that you have enough sufficient RAM to do what you want without getting any kind of delay. We're going to have to take a, a quick break here. When we come back, we'll take more of your calls. The number again, 604-280-9898. If you're phoning long distance, one 399 Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barrar. We're broadcasting live on the Chorus, Chorus Network across uh, Canada. You can also uh, listen to us uh, uh, through cknw.com uh, or the Chorus Radio app and, of course, uh, on our website, getconnectedmedia.com. As you know, fantastic prize today. We're uh, giving away uh, an HTC One A9. And uh, to tell us a little bit more about it, we're actually uh, fortunate enough to get uh, Nigel Newby House, uh, Executive Director of uh, North America Strategy and Planning for HTC, on the line. Thanks for joining us, Nigel. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Uh, Thanks so much for making some time. Uh, Tell our listeners a a little bit about uh, this uh, new phone. Uh, I'm actually holding one in my hand right now, and uh, this is probably one of the most beautiful Android phones that I've seen in a long time. Good. Well, I'm glad you like it. We're very... Uh, proud of what we've created with that phone. We tried to build something that was super slick, super lightweight, had all the premium finishes, full aluminum body that uh, that people have come to expect from HTC, full glass front, really, really beautiful silk feel when you use the UI on that uh, on that big plane. Pay, pay. So, yeah, it's a beautiful looking product. What are some of the things uh, with this new model uh, that you you feel that kind of set it apart from uh, the others out there? 
Um, ACC has some uh, some unique features and services that we put onto our product. Um, one of the things that we've really focused on this product was the was the imaging experience. We've got a 13 megapixel camera on the back of the phone there, uh, and it's got and it's combined with something called optical stabilization, which basically means that any tiny shakes that people get in their hands and taking images get compensated by this tiny little uh, electronic device that's in the phone and just brings uh, super clear photos to the uh, to the user. We have uh, something called uh, Blink Feed, which is ACC's new streaming services, so people can customize that and have custom content delivered to a home screen on their HTC phone and uh, and have their, uh, their news feeds in the morning just uh, specifically tailored to all the cool stuff they're interested in. Nigel, I have to say, I've, I've used the HTC One uh, a lot in the past, and one of my favorite things about it is I just like the size. You know, That's how I really judge phones. It doesn't feel good in the hand. And this has always, the HTC phones have always felt good in the hand. But the one feature I was really happy to see with the A9 was the fingerprint scanner. That's going to save uh, a lot of time for the end user. Yeah, that's, um, and actually I've been re- reading a lot of the reviews in the past few weeks as the product has to into some of the technology press, which can be our, our harshest critics, as I'm sure you know. And uh, the product's got really, really great reviews, unanimously. And there's, there's two highlights that, uh, that kind of strike out to me. Is, um, is One is life is really, really, really good. I mean, people sometimes worry about super thin products. You know that that product in your hand, as you say, is very, very thin. Um, and people worry whether you put too much in the device. Everybody has been really, um, really astounded by the by the battery life performance we've got on this product, despite its super uh, sleekness. And the second one is the one that you mentioned, the the fingerprint sensor. Um, some of our competitors have had that fingerprint sensor on the front of their device for a little for a little while now. We make sure that 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 this fingerprint sensor was the best the, uh, in the industry. Again, if you read any of the reviews, people are saying that our competitive products like the iPhone and, and the Samsung products are really, really slow in comparison to the snappiness is the fingerprint sensor. Totally agree with you. It's a really nice, uh, sharp experience. How does how does a company like HTC compete in the Android marketplace? There's just so many different players in there. It's really hard to differentiate. What is HTC doing different that the other com- your competitors aren't? Well, there's some of these that I mentioned that we put on our phones. We have this Blink feed. We have this great camera, which, again, has been said, the reviewers are saying this is the best camera experience that ACC has put out into the marketplace for for a long time. We have another feature on that camera called uh, called um, uh, uh, Zoe Highlight, which, uh, which allows you to make a go out for a day, and then automatically you can we can process on the on the phone itself a quick thirty second highlight reel of any video or image you've taken through the day, and then you can share that out to your social network. That's a really cool cool feature that people that people like. And again, with the HTC A9 this year, we've also tried to simplify that user experience. I mean, um, a, lot of, uh, a lot of the Android uh, experience out there is a little bit, is a little bit inconsistent. It has always prided itself in something we call HTC Sense, which is kind of our skin over the top of Android. And we've taken another step further to try and make sure that when someone starts an HTC device this year, that they don't have this ambi- ambiguity and um, you know, duplicative services, duplicative it's very simple and straightforward to uh, to go to things they need, and it just feels generally uncluttered. So that's what we'll try to focus on with the A9, and I think we'll focus even more on that uh, in months with new software releases for it as well. Nigel, I want to thank you so much for joining us on the show, and of course uh, our listeners can uh, actually enter to win one of these beautiful phones at getconnectedmedia.com. Uh, where can people find out more information on the web about it? 
Um, go to htc.com or htc.ca. Uh, you'll find some good uh, all the, all you need to know about the uh, about the specs on the product, about about the pricing, and uh, and of course just check out any of the reviews because as I said I've uh, I'm really super pleased with what the technology press are saying about the product. So people should be confident that um, uh, that this is best in class product they're buy- they're, they'd be buying here. Thanks again for joining us on the show. Pleasure. That was Nigel Newbyhouse uh, over at HTC talking about uh, the new uh, HTC One A9 phone. It is beautiful. It, you know what? It, it it really if you if you look at it, you'll think it's an iPhone from from afar just because of the great design on it. You know, I'm an Android guy, yeah. And you always try to say, "Well, look at my, the design of my phone," and uh, this one really puts it on par with what you're seeing on the uh, Apple iPhone. So, if you're still a fan of Android, you got to go to our website to enter this contest. GetConnectedMedia.com. Going to jump here to the phone lines. We've got a few more callers before the next break. We've got John. Hey, John, how are you? Hi, guys. Hi. I'd like to be able to uh, stream my personal home videos from my computer files okay. to my TV. Now, the TV is about four years old. Okay. It's Wi-Fi enabled. Yep. I've been using uh, Blu-ray player to stream Picasa and YouTube and Netflix. Yes. But now I want to go very basic, my own personal files through that same process. What, what uh, TV manufacturer do you have It's there? a Panasonic uh, Plasma. Will it, um, can you plug in, um, uh, will it recognize other uh, things on your network, or can you plug a USB stick into it? Yes, USB, HDMI. Perfect. And uh, have you tried putting some of your home video files on that USB stick and, and playing oh, it through? Oh, yeah, I can do that. I'd like to be able to stream, though. Got it. Got yeah. It. Um, that's a good question. I don't know what apps are available on that particular TV, if they've got something that will actually stream yeah. that. Yeah. Is, is there a Plex app at all? Do you know uh, that's available? I'm not aware of that, but I am um, I have done some research on Roku and Comcast, and yeah. neither of those can do that. Yeah, so you know what? Something I'm using right now, uh, and this will allow you to do that. Uh, it's the uh, the new Apple TV. Uh, it's you know kind of like a Roku, but Apple's version uh, basically. And so the new one, um, and I'm doing this now actually. Uh, I've plugged it into my TV it's through the HDMI connection. It's got a great little remote, and you can download apps for this thing now. The old Apple TVs, you couldn't really do that, but the new one, you can. Does it, does it have to be an Apple computer, though, for Apple TV to work? No, no, not really? at all. Really? Yeah, so what you do is you uh, obviously get the new Apple TV. They're, I, I think they're around $200 mark, but it's beautiful. And you can download apps now. Um, there's one uh, called Infuse uh, or Mr. MC. And these apps, once you install them on the Apple TV, you can point them to any computer on your network and any of the folders on that computer, as long as you're sharing them, and stream any of those video files. They'll play any video files. And so that'll be pretty well every type of home video file format. The, the reason I asked what TV, uh, what the manufacturer is for his TV is because Samsung has something called All Share Play, which will allow you to do that. It's yes. a little piece of software that you would put on your PC, and then it also has it on your, your uh, Samsung television. And you can basically, similar to what Apple TV is doing, you play something on your computer and you can walk over to your TV and there it is playing. And so I don't know if Panasonic has that, but Mike had mentioned something really good is Plex. It's a media server and it's fantastic. It's what the nerds use. So you yeah. know it's good. So if, if that Panasonic TV, um, if it has a capability to get the Plex app on there, you can actually 
download the Plex uh, software for your computer and set it up to allow it to stream to that Plex app on the TV. So that's another way to do it. But if you want something a little easier, that Apple TV box, I've been using that to stream my home movies, and it's it's gold. When we come back from the break, it's that time of the week, App of the Week with Christina Stoyanova. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. It's that time of the week, App of the Week with Christina, who's in studio. What do you got for us this time? I have an app that's available for both iOS and Android. Okay. It's called Habit Bull. Sorry, what? Habit Bull. Habit Bull? Yes. And how do you spell that? H-A-B-I-T-B-U-L-L. Oh, like a bull, like a charging yes. bull. Yes. Okay, I can't even imagine what this does. Um, it's supposed to help you develop new habits. Uh, if you're trying to develop a habit like working out three times a week, it will actually help you do that by setting up the habit and setting up reminders and letting you track your progress. So you, you'll you actually be able to tell it whether you were successful that day or not. And um, what if you're not successful that day? What does it do? Well, it does nothing. That's on you. <laughs> <laughs> but So what makes this different than like a regular calendar app kind of thing that would... Well, it does give you reminders. It also charts your progress. So you can actually, if you're, you know, telling it whether you were successful or not, you can actually see in a graph how you're doing. Um, And it also lets you set reminders for 66 days or the number of days you want to choose. But 66 days, apparently, it has been shown that if you can keep something up for 66 days, it will become a habit. Oh, so that's science. Science, right science. There. So uh, obviously good for fitness and stuff like that. What other kind of things would people use, use this for? Uh, nail biting, uh, smoking. Nail biting. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how much does this particular app cost? This one's free yeah. for the basic version. Okay. There's uh, The basic version lets you track up to five habits. Okay. Whereas the pro version lets you go up to 100 and it also offers you, I don't know who's trying to develop Are these like good habits. habits you're trying to do or bad habits you're trying to break? Hey, you know what? I don't judge. That's up to you. Ju- I probably have like <laughs> 50 bad habits, so I'd have to pay for the pro one. Um, and then it uh, the pro one actually gives you cloud backup and syncing to all your devices and all of that. So if you want to track things on multiple devices, you can do it. So I can't escape it at that point. Yes, exactly. That's the goal, I think. Habit bull. Yes. Available for both the uh, iPhone and Android phone. Thank you. Thank you. So we also have some great contests uh, going on. As uh, you uh, heard earlier, Andy, a fantastic smartphone prize. Yes, we're giving away the HTC One A9. This is a fantastic Android phone. It's beautiful. It actually, if you look at it, you'll think it's an iPhone because uh, I'm sure that's what inspired them to make this phone. (laughs) But it is beautiful. It does have a fingerprint scanner, uh, just like the iPhone does, but it's running Android, the latest Android operating system called Marshmallow. So you got to go to our website to check this out. It's a fantastic phone. Just go to our website, getconnectedmedia.com, to enter and win. What else we got? Oh, yes, that's right. Sorry, my uh, bad. Yeah, you my almost bad. shortchanged our... Uh, we got two contests. We're also giving away the Olo Clip for the iPhone 6. So today, it's kind of funny. We got the Android and the uh, Apple lovers covered for prizes this week. The Olo Clip is a little lens that you put on your iPhone to give it uh, different types of pictures. You can get a wide-angle lens, a fisheye lens, all different types of lenses from Oloclip. They've been around since the original iPhones. I think the iPhone 4 is the first one that I've tried. Yeah. 
you can enter to win that as well. It's also available in London Drugs if you don't enter and win, but you still want it. Just go to our website to check it out, getconnectedmedia.com. And on the left side, you'll see all the contests on the left panel. So all the time we have left. I want to thank Andy, my co-host and producer, and, of course, uh, the rest of the Get Connected team and Christina Stoyanova, as always, for coming in with App of the Week. That's all the time we have left. We'll see you again next time.